for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we're back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Amanda Cooksey. How's it going today, Amanda? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing really well. You know, it's just trying to, like, we were just talking, trying to stay hydrated here in this weird, not quite as humid as Florida, Texas weather, but, you know, just just trying to stay hydrated. (laughs) That's important. Absolutely. But first off, Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you giving us the time to sit here and talk about your new music, the new music video that you just released about two weeks ago, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Time is um, weird, so. <laughs> um, so I want to thank you so much for giving us time to sit down and chat a little bit. So I really appreciate it. Um, but first, before we jump into everything, for the people that don't know who you are, can you kind of give us like an origin story? What got you into music? You know, all that fun stuff. Absolutely. So I started playing piano when I was around six years old and I was playing a bunch of classical music and just really enjoyed it and always kind of had this love for singing secretly and nobody really knew, even my family members. I kind of kept it secretive and I'd write songs in this little journal of mine and it wasn't until I was in like middle school that I started singing in church a little bit but it was always with people because I was super shy as a kid and uh, I had this uh, vocal and piano teacher at the time uh, Ron Feldman I decided to you know seek out a vocal teacher just because I was singing so much in church and uh, he was he really encouraged me to uh, perform my music. He was like, okay, you write songs, you should really be performing this this stuff. And um, I was so nervous to do it, but I decided to try out for this eighth grade talent show that I had. And uh, there was like 500 people there. It was like the most people I've ever performed in front of. And uh, it went over super well. And I decided, hey, this is actually something really cool. Like I should try to pursue this. And I started playing shows around Florida, wherever I could. And my vocal teacher was always there for them. He was super awesome. And um, a few years later uh, in high school, I was looking into different colleges and uh, my instructor, Ron, was like, hey, you know, you should look into Belmont because it's a music school and Nashville is like a great place for country music. And so I did and I ended up touring the school, fell in love with it, fell in love with Nashville. and decided I was going to move there um, after being accepted to Belmont. And uh, unfortunately, my instructor passed away from from brain cancer right after I moved. And it it was really hard for me um, because without him, I would not be on this journey that I'm on. But he's lived um, through all my songs. So it's been it's been an amazing journey. It's it's certainly been kind of crazy just because music you never know what's going to (laughs) happen and over these past six years living in Nashville I've just been writing 
songs and performing and just trying to get out there as much as I can. And I've loved every minute of it. It's just been a crazy up and down journey. Music is, is an, <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's crazy, but I love it. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and it's interesting because we talked about this before we jumped on, but I was introduced to you back in 2018 when I was living in Tallahassee. You know, I was trying to get myself into the Orlando music scene and your name just kept popping up as, you know, like there, there was like a bunch of names that kept popping up, but yours was just like every other day. It was like, hey, you need to check this artist out. And so I did. And I started watching your live streams that you were doing at the time. And, you know, just seeing how dedicated your fan base was and how like into the music you really were, I was just like, okay, let's see if there's ever an opportunity and you release this new single that we're going to talk about. And I was like, you know what? We started this indie zine thing. So let's, let's put it on there and see what happens. So. Yeah. Thank you so much. I I really appreciate it. And it's so crazy because for a while I was doing those live streams like every week and It's so fun to get to play music for the fans and share all the songs I've been writing. I, I would write like three or four songs a week. So I would just bring in whatever I'd written that week and just get feedback and see what, what they liked, what they didn't like, but it's always fun. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's, you know, like when you have the ability and the time and the, like the drive to write all those songs and then you've got that instant outlet to be like, okay, well, let's see if they like it. You know, that's, the best way to do it you know know. um so who are some of your influences like just writing wise or musically you know however you want to gosh it's so hard for me every time I get asked this question because I always say like I'm influenced by so many different types of music um I listen to anything from the 50s on so you know I love like Dion and the Belmonts from the 50s and Patsy Cline um and then I love you know kind of like today's music and pop. I love Julia Michaels. I love Post Malone. I love Mac Miller. But then on the countryside, I love Hardy. And I love Breland and Walker Hayes and Carrie Underwood. So it's just like, there's such a wide array (laughs) of people I'm influenced by. But um, I think that's kind of like the beauty of music is you can be influenced by pretty much anything and anyone. So (laughs) absolutely, absolutely. So you ultimately moved from Orlando and now you're in Nashville. You went to Nashville because of school. Um, Did you end up graduating and finishing all that stuff or? Yes. So I'm kind of a crazy person (laughs) and I finished my first degree at Belmont in two years and it Uh was a business administration degree. And then I decided to take a year or semester off and then go back for songwriting, graduated with that degree And I just finished my master's actually online through University of Florida in public relations. So just a lot of different degrees, but (laughs) um, it was so worth it because I've learned so much and I can apply pretty much all of it to to music. So yeah, yeah, done a lot of school. (laughs) The the University of Florida bit hurts a little bit, but you know, I'm starting to think Florida is just more made more of Florida Gators and like Florida States more if you live in the panhandle. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, it's all right. It's, you know, um, no, that's really cool. Like I, I kind of have a mixed bag of emotion about education and higher education, but that's just me. And it's like, you know, it is what it is. 
But no, that's awesome that you went and actually finished your degree. The one thing that drives me nuts is when people put in like two years or put in half the effort and then don't get the degree. It's like, I know. Well, it was yeah. just a waste of time and money. What are you doing? So exactly, exactly. <laughs> but um, so you've been working really hard during this pandemic. You re- released a music video, released a new single. Uh, what's his name? Yes. And that's the name of the song. I'm not asking a question. <laughs> um, I know, so, kind of <laughs> uh, so tell me a little bit about that song oh gosh um well about a year and a half ago now I went through a terrible breakup um with my best friend and I was going through this period where I just wanted to write a ton of songs about it and we sat down one day to write th- this one and actually before I even talk about that I this idea had nothing to do like the title of the song had nothing to do with the breakup I was actually talking to a co-worker uh one day and he's also like one of my favorite co-writers in Nashville and he was like trying to remember some guy's name and he kept saying what's his name and he <laughs> looked at me and he was like you know what that's a really cool song title and it just so happened I'd been through this breakup and we were like we have to write that so we brought it into our other writer our other co-writers and uh that day was super magical because you know I was going through a hard time but these guys like made it so much easier Mm. uh, writing this song and just kind of trying to forget my ex-boyfriend so it was it was a it was a fun one to write for sure gotcha gotcha and then of course you followed it up with the music video as most musicians do Uh, was that shot completely during the pandemic or were you working on that before the pandemic hit that was during the pandemic actually and luckily it was just me and and my friend Chaz uh, who recorded the video and I just wanted it to be something simple that showcased my personality nothing too crazy but you know I had a fun time Um, I taped all those lined pieces of paper to the wall which took like an hour but it was worth it because you know I've had this concept for this next group of songs where I kind of just want to tell the story of this relationship and make it kind of like a diary mm-hmm. entry. And so that was the goal for this one, but gotcha. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. And then for the song, were you working on the song before the pan? You're, well, you were writing it before the pandemic, but did you record it before the pandemic? Yeah. Or So crazy enough, like I, we sat down and recorded that the day we wrote it. And okay. Some of the vocals are actually from that day. Um, and then we went in and re-recorded some of them later, but it was actually all done, like pretty much in that span of time that we wrote it. So and, great. and only in Nashville can you do that. Like or it oh, seems yeah. like only in Nashville you can do that. Like, you know, right. I, I talk to musicians where they'll go in, they're like, Hey, I'm going to this writing session, so I'll talk to you later or whatever. And then they come back to be three or four hours later and they hand me like a finished song and I'm like wait when did you start working on this oh we did it <laughs> during the writing session I'm like wait what what just happened here like yeah it's insane national musicians are crazy talented and yeah. I, you know I watch my producer like finish things up in like a day or two and then I've been in sessions where I see session players just knock out an entire song in like an hour and or less and it's just a pretty magical process to watch so well and session musicians in nashville they have to be like on on point all the time because you never know who's walking in the door next you know and so you know it's just one of those things where i think the session players in nashville are just 
second to none, really. Yeah, so. yeah it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's kind of the, what, where's this uh, single leading to? Are you hoping to do like an EP or an LP or are you just kind of sticking with singles right now? Um, so I'm sticking with singles right now, but I'm kind of, I'm trying not to give away too much because I want it to be kind of a surprise for yeah. the fans, but definitely working on a few different singles and uh, in the process of recording a couple right now. Okay. And hopefully, you know, either the end of this year or next, uh, we'll have another single out. And I'm just really excited about the music I'm recording because it just feels really real and vulnerable to me. And it tells kind of like the story of this relationship. And I'm really excited just because it feels, I don't know, I've just never felt more um, proud of any songs that I've been writing until now. So it's it's crazy, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so one thing that I was reading that I didn't know before I started like really doing some research is that you've been on Radio Disney, like you've had some music play on Radio Disney? Yes, I have. <laughs> because I, I'm assuming this is completely different than when I was 12 and 11 or 11 and 12 and Radio Disney was just becoming a thing where they were playing like covers of Disney like theme songs and stuff like right right it's definitely it's definitely changed you yeah. know since then but yeah it's it's crazy I as a kid I used to watch Disney Channel all the time mm -hmm. so the fact that my songs have been played on there is just surreal to me <laughs> it's like my dream as a kid and uh, I'm sure that 13 year old Amanda would be freaking out about it and yeah. I saw him now so <laughs> yeah, well and then of course living in Orlando I'm sure you went to Disney all the time you know yeah as a kid I would always go to Disney World and honestly I'm still looking to hopefully get some passes <laughs> for yeah. the next time I'm home because it's been a while since I've been but yeah you know, it's funny because I worked for Disney. Like when I was in college, I did the uh, Disney college program. Oh, wow. And so it was one of those things where it's like, all right, for six straight months, it was like, okay, which Disney park are we going today? Oh, you got to work at six. Okay, cool. We're going to, and you know, like wherever we wanted to go for the right. day. And, yeah. you know, so I got like all Disneyed out. And so I didn't like go for a while. Right. And then I moved to Tallahassee and I was like, you know, I should probably go. And I only went once. And I'm like, I'm so mad at myself that I only went <laughs> once. And I lived in Tallahassee. I could have gotten like the Florida residence, you know, finally. I, I know. I still have um, annual passes to like Universal and Islands of Adventure. So whenever I go home, I try to go. But of course, now with the pandemic, it's yeah. been difficult. Because usually around this time of year, they have Halloween Horror Nights, which is like one of my favorite things yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, it's Disney's just and like now it's been so long since I've been it's like they've got all these new rides and all this new stuff and it's like okay next time I'm in Florida I have to go at least once yes but it's so expensive like geez I know the tickets right. are definitely pricey but yeah. it's worth it they everything looks so legit it looks exactly like some of the movies yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely oh uh, speaking of the pandemic uh, other than working on what's his name well, have you been doing anything to kind of challenge yourself creatively during this pandemic? Man, well, I feel like the beginning of the pandemic was pretty hard for me just because, you know, you couldn't really be around any of your friends or even some of your family members. So I had a really hard time in the beginning. It was kind of a good opportunity for me to just breathe. 
and take a step back from everything and kind of do my own thing. But I've definitely definitely been, you know, trying to work on more music, been writing a lot. And also, um, I don't know if you've seen it, but the What's His Name uh, lyric video was made by me. And I learned how to do that during the the pandemic. So I kind of have been pushing myself in different areas and just been more creative um, in other ways as well. So it's been fun. (laughs) It's been a a learning experience for me. As being someone myself that does a lot of video work and stuff, what was that experience like creating your own lyric video? Because I know there's some people out there that they, that's what they do. Like that's what they're known for. So what was that experience like for you? (laughs) I got to tell you, it was frustrating for a while because, you know, when you're just starting to learn something new, it's like, okay, where do I even begin with this? But but, um, it was so worth it. It took me like a couple of months to make it uh, just because I drew everything by hand. Um, there were only a couple parts of the video that, you know, I were images I found online, but everything was like drawn and, you know, it's not easy to do. So it kind of took a while and then editing everything, you know, it always takes super long. And that was probably a good bit of the time uh, was used for that. So, but I mean, totally worth it because now I know how to do it. And, you know, a lot of people are asking me like, oh my gosh, who did that? And I'm like, oh, I did actually, so it's kind of, it's cool. You might start picking up some side work as a lyric video creator. Exactly, you never know. Next thing you know, Disney's going to be hiring me for some animation, who knows? That's so funny. (laughs) But the one thing that I did really appreciate about your music video and actually the lyric video, now thinking about it, is that you had like an unedited version and then you had like a clean version. (laughs) And I was just, I was like, all right, you don't see a lot of musicians put that time and effort into making sure you have like a clean or like a, well, I don't like using the word clean. I like saying radio ready just because that's a little bit more what it is. Right. Well, I wanted to make sure that it was there because since my music is being played on Radio Disney, it's like, you know, I want that fan base to be able to go find that version of the song. And so gotcha. just wanted to tailor it to that, but. Gotcha. So is your music still being played on Radio Disney? Yes, it's still being played um, on Radio Disney Country. So you can you can download the app and, uh, and hear it there, so. Awesome, awesome. So what, what I like to do on Live and Amplified is we like to pass on knowledge to younger musicians and try and help them as they are moving in their young careers. So I wanna ask you a couple of questions to kind of pass on knowledge to the younger musicians. So as a musician in Nashville, what is something you would tell your younger self? Oh man. Yeah. So much. Um, I think I would tell myself to, you know, be confident in everything that you do and to just keep going because there are definitely days where I was like, do, should I stop? Like, should I quit? And it's just, it's so worth it to keep going because once you find kind of that groove in your songwriting um, or in your guitar playing or whatever it is, uh, it gets so much easier and you start finding yourself and the more you write the better I would have told myself that um from the beginning just because you know it took me a while to really build my craft and if you start early um it gets so much easier and just 
remember to go out and network because that was another thing. Um, moving here, I didn't know anybody. And, you know, the more networking that I did, the more people I was able to meet and move. Everything started to move faster and quicker um, as far as like, you know, having opportunities like Radio Disney Country and things like that. So, and uh, I think that's all the advice. I mean, there's definitely more advice, but yeah. that's what I can think of off the top of my head. I got you. I completely got you. And then what about studio, like studio wise, what's one thing a musician should know before they go into the studio for the first time? Oh gosh. Uh, definitely work with a vocal coach okay. before you go in because there's times, and it's just a natural thing as artists, you know, when we're singing, we can understand pretty much every word we're saying. But sometimes you you show the song to somebody afterwards and they're like, wait, what did she say there? Mm -hmm. And so it's always good to work with a vocal coach and make sure, you know, you're pronouncing everything right and um, you're singing the song to the best of your ability so that fans can enjoy it. So that's yeah. definitely what I recommend. Yeah. And you'll definitely improve your uh, diction as well. Like, yeah. you know, just precision in the words because i can't tell you how many times i'll listen to a song and i think they're saying one thing and then i like go look at the lyric video or pull up the lyrics in general and it's like wait that's what they were saying like i had yep. no clue like, yeah i know and i'm i'm more of a lazy singer uh so it definitely happens to me uh, but it's just good to good to have a vocal coach so yeah absolutely so being that you're in nashville have you had the opportunity to play the Bluebird? You know, I have not, which is crazy. And a funny story or not so funny, I guess. But when I first like came to Nashville, I, you know, stood in line. I think it was a Monday or Friday. But um, I stood in line and I wanted to just play the open mic night that they have. And I had a ticket to go in. And right before they closed the doors, I was the last person before for the for the night. They were like, no more people. And I remember my parents and I were so sad and we were only in town for a little bit. Yeah. And we ended up going to the road to eat dinner. Or I think it was the road, it was somewhere. And uh, they had like a leak in the in the building. And just all this water started pouring onto our table. And I was like, this is probably like one of the worst nights <laughs> <laughs> that could have happened to us but you know oh, yeah. things happen and yeah. I haven't I've still not played there and I definitely yeah. need to I need to like try to go back and I know they have those open mics uh still and things like that so yeah. but yeah it's, it hasn't happened yet <laughs> you know it, it's interesting because I get a different reaction every time like it, it's I get, a, I get a lot of reactions like yours for, from people that have been in Nashville a while. And it's like, no, actually I had, you know, I haven't. And then like, you get the people that are like, yeah, I've played it, you know, just like very nonchalant about it. Or then you got like the, on the completely other end of the spectrum where it's like their number one bucket list goal to go play at the Bluebird because they saw it on Nashville or, you know, wherever they first saw right. it. So it's always interesting to kind of see what side of the. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love, I'd love to play there. Just it, the first time, it just never happened, and I've just been so busy, like, I don't, working on writing, and you know, I have performed at a bunch of other places here in town, and it's just, it's still on my list. It just hasn't happened yet. So. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. You know, it's. I think so. Yeah. 
Um, so speaking of writing, what's kind of your process when you write? Are you more of a sit down and okay, I'm writing right now, or is it more spontaneous? Or do you work better in a collaborative effort? Um, if I'm writing by myself, sometimes I'll just get an idea randomly and I'll sit down and just kind of write down a verse in a chorus or just a few lines if that's all that there is. But um, usually I have planned or scheduled writes uh, weekly just because, you know, I want to keep up my craft and I want to make sure I'm writing with different people because you're influenced by so many different writers. Everybody has a different strength in the room. And uh, it kind of just depends on the room at that day. Sometimes people throw out a title and we're like, let's just write that. Or somebody has a first idea and we go off of that. So I don't know. It's just, it's different every time um, in every situation. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then as far as recording as well, like what, what's kind of, what's you, usually your process? Are you more of a one take live type situation or do you like to go in and record individual stem tracks? Oh man. Yeah. I'm definitely a, uh, like do the verse like 20 times, okay. <laughs> maybe not 20 times, but you know, I usually do the verse like three or four times and we just pick the best takes from those, but I I'm kind of a perfectionist. So I just like to make sure I'm getting the best take. And usually every time I, I do a take, I get better each mm -hmm. time. And so we end up using, you know, the last take and, um, that's just kind of always been my process, but. Okay. Do you have one uh, producer that you normally go to for? Yeah, I do. Uh, my producer right now is Austin Niverell. He's super awesome. Uh, he lives here in Nashville and he just really understands like the sound that I'm going for and the vibe. So I love him. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so outside of music, what are you usually doing for fun or not well, not fun but like to kind of get away from everything right oh my gosh i know everybody always asks me this too and i'm I'm so boring i feel like because i always i love netflix <sighs> i love watching movies and tv shows i've just always had like a passion and interest in that mm -hmm. um i love horror movies and i'm a marvel nerd um so secret superhero nerd and uh, <laughs> I also, I just hang out with friends usually on the weekends. We'll do something fun, whether it's just hanging out here or, you know, I don't know, going to a movie. Unfortunately, with the pandemic, it's been like mostly just hanging out at somebody's house and yeah. playing a board game or a video game or something. Yeah. So you're a horror movie fan. Yes. What, what's your favorite scary movie? Um, my favorite is The Shining, I think. Okay. Love The Shining. <laughs> I'm currently in the middle of my annual Halloween horror movie, like, marathon. Yeah. Except used, it used to be where I'd watch one movie a day, but my collection has gotten so big, now I've got to watch two movies a day. And it's just like, dang it, I, I really wish it was just like that one movie a day type thing, because right. like, two movies a day, it's just like, I don't have the time for this right now. I know. I've, I've watched so many already. And I mean, I, it's kind of like Halloween's a yearly thing for me. Yeah. Or like a monthly thing. I mean, because I'm just always watching uh, scary movies. So, Do you like the bad scary movies? Like the, not so much like sci-fi, like the stuff they do, but just like the low budget indie scary movies? Oh, gosh. I don't, I've only you, seen maybe like a few of those, okay. but they're pretty entertaining to watch. Um, 
but I, I usually watch, I mean, I feel like all scary movies can be a little cheesy, yeah. um, depending on what it is. Like slasher films can be a little cheesy sometimes. All right. All right. That's yeah. what makes it entertaining. <laughs> yeah. I just got done watching this movie called WrestleManiac. Oh my they're, God. <laughs> there's this film crew. They're like going through Mexico to find this place to go film a movie. And they come into this abandoned ghost town and there's a deranged ex-wrestler that just kills anybody that comes into this town what <laughs> and so like the first like 15 like the movie is only like an hour and 10 minutes long first off so it's not that long of a movie and so like the first 10 minutes is them getting to this town and then it's like an hour of this guy just picking off five people and it's like this movie wow. makes no sense <laughs> like yeah so but those are my kind of horror movies. Yeah, see, I was watching a, a Halloween marathon with all the Michael Myers movies. It was on this past weekend when I was home in Florida. And he honestly scares me to death. So I don't know why I did that to myself. But You're talking the original Halloween, not like yes, the Rob Zombie remakes? And... Yeah, no, no, they're like original okay. Halloween. <laughs> cool. How often do you get to go back to uh, Florida? Honestly, I go back quite a bit just because I'm pretty close with my family. And so it's just nice to be able to travel back and forth. And it's only an hour and 45 minute uh, flight. So mm -hmm. it's really not bad. And um, even during the, the pandemic, like the first part, I kind of just, I was in Florida for a long time. I was yeah. there for like three months. But then, you know, as things started to slow down a bit, I've been back two or three times now. Okay. So, I don't know. I just like to go and me and my brother are really close too. And usually when it's, there's not a pandemic, <laughs> we're going to like universal or something. So. I got you. No, that's cool. It's a, uh, you said an hour and 45 minutes and I was like, Oh, she's talking about flying. I'm so used to driving from Tallahassee to Nashville. And that's like a seven and a half hour drive. And I'm like, what kind of weird yeah. space car is she driving? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, the mini, the mini Coopers actually fly now. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you could fly direct from Nashville to Orlando or do you have to stop in that uh, armpit of America called Atlanta airport? <laughs> no, I actually, I fly direct. So okay. it's good. Sorry, I don't like Atlanta Airport. Every time I fly into there, I always have a rain delay. Doesn't doesn't matter what time of season. Yeah. Wow. I was flying from San Antonio, Texas, back to Tallahassee, and I was supposed to connect in Atlanta. Like so, it was you know, and then to Tallahassee. We circle around Atlanta for an hour and a half just to be forced landed into Jacksonville. And yeah. I'm. And so they're, they're coming through asking who's got Jacksonville as their last stop. And I was like, well, I'm Tallahassee. It will be a lot easier for me to get from Jacksonville to Tallahassee than if I miss my flight in Atlanta. Right. And they're like, well, we're going to need you to sign this form and all this stuff so that you wave like whatever. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm not going to Atlanta. I'm not going to get caught in Atlanta. So. Right. Yeah. Oh man, I would have been like, I wanted a free flight. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I don't like Atlanta airport. That's just me though. But it's a big airport. It's pretty confusing. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so as that's pretty much what you've been doing during pandemic is Netflix horror films and going and writing music and yep. making music videos. Pretty much kind of, kind of a weird combination of things, but I've also been, uh, I'm, 
I've been playing some video games too. Um, nice. I also play video games, but uh, the new Animal Crossing for the Switch has been kind of entertaining for me. <laughs> nice. You said Animal Crossing. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> funny. Oh uh, no, and you said so. I've never actually gotten a chance to play the Switch, so I don't know like what the whole thing is. But I I've, I've seen some pretty awesome reviews about the switch it was just like oh it's it's awesome i mean it's portable and you know i can just take it wherever i want and i i don't i've always grown up playing video games because i have a younger brother so Mm -hmm. you know we would play gamecube or playstation and all that stuff and it's just a nice stress reliever once in a while but yeah i had uh when I i was living in roswell new mexico for a while and i had very bad internet And, like, up until then, I was, like, really into video games, like, PlayStation 3, all that stuff, Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty. Right. And the internet was so bad that I was losing connection all the time and just, like, all this stuff. And I was just like, man, I've got this system. I can't even play it. (laughs) Internet keeps going out. So I sold it, and then I just never got a new one. Man, see, I... I had to have something. I was like, it's, I I miss playing video games when I'm home. So I have like, I actually have a GameCube too. And we play like Mario Party and stuff like that. Yeah. Zelda. About a year ago, I bought a PlayStation 2. And just because it was like the cheapest thing that they had that I was like, okay, right. I can at least still play some of the games. So I love PlayStation 2. That was, that was a good console. So. Yep. I play... A lot of Tony Hawk, a lot of nice. <laughs> that's kind of the game that I go to. But um, but yeah, so no video games, it's all fun. I'm hoping maybe sometime soon I'll get a more up to date system, but we'll see. You, you never know. Maybe yeah. it's a it's a Christmas gift. Too. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, so how how are you? Obviously, you've been in Nashville for six years, so you're enjoying it to a certain degree. Um, how often do you get out to like tour? How often do you get out to um, like tour outside of Nashville and play shows? And um, there well, isn't a global pandemic, right? <laughs> well, mostly I've been just playing shows in Nashville uh, for now, but I do want to tour. That's definitely like on my list of things to do. And um, you know, I want to get a band together because with all this new music that I've been writing it it really feels like the time to do it because it feels like my sound I finally found my sound like as as an artist so I'm hoping eventually once this pandemic is uh, over I can get out there and do more of that because I have I have a lot of fans that are just all over the country so it would be nice to be able to go play shows where they're at yeah absolutely so right now is a lot of your stuff like just solo acoustic or you kind of bring people in as you need them or as the venue calls for it yeah right now in nashville we have a lot of ride around so it's like four writers on the stage playing their songs and i do a lot of that and i actually i'm going to be uh, having a couple of shows coming up one at the listening room in november so i'll definitely be posting about all that nice you know it's it's great to hear all the shows that are starting to pick up now like now that things are like you're we're kind of in that weird space of the pandemic where it's like all right we're we're all getting a little antsy we're all getting a little right. you know um impatient and so i've already been invited to like a bunch of shows that are ones next weekend ones a weekend after that and it's just like all right you know what i can't i can't just 
sit around and pretend like I don't want to go because I really do you know right I know it'll be so nice to just get out and start playing again because I haven't done any shows um since you know probably January or February before the pandemic hit so it'll be good and that's even include you haven't really even been doing the virtual stuff correct yeah I've, I've done um a couple of different things here and there but not as regular as I would like to be so I'm hoping to start picking that up as well um but gotcha awesome awesome well I don't want to keep you too much longer because it is Thursday it is even during the pandemic I, the evening is still the evening and I don't know if you're into football or what your team is but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are kicking my Chicago Bears ass. That's <laughs> kind of like, uh, um, so. Yeah, I, I don't watch a lot of sports, but usually it's like The Bachelorette or something for okay. me. <laughs> I got you, I got you. But um, so kind of moving forward, you're working towards releasing more singles. Uh, what, do you have any more specific information about the shows or is it you'll uh, post it when it's, um, I have to go back and look at the dates that I've, for everything, but I'm, I think I'm playing one next Friday okay. and I'll have more information on that as well, but okay. I'll definitely keep everybody posted. It, it's just kind of just happening now where I'm starting, yeah. things are starting to pick up. So that's awesome. That's, that's really good to hear that things are starting to pick up. And I've always said that the smaller venues are going to be the one to open up first. Yep. So. Yeah. So before we let you go, I want you to settle one dispute I have. Oh, no. <laughs> pineapple pizza, yes or no? I actually like pineapple pizza. So, I mean, I have nothing against it. I'm not actually a big pizza person, um, weirdly enough. Like, if I – I mean, I'm Italian, but I love – I'd rather have pasta over pizza. Yeah. But I would eat you know, pineapple that, that's not very that's not really that uncommon though like a lot of my friends that are happen to be italian they like i'll be like hey let's go get a pizza it's like hey let's go get a pasta dish and it's like no, right <laughs> and it's like okay i'm not mad at that either you know so no i i've been using my platform to see if the old stick or the stigma that i grew up knowing that pineapple does not belong on pizza is still an accurate thing and <laughs> I'm learning it's a very coastal thing. Like if you live on any of the coastlines or in the South. That makes sense. I mean, you know, a lot of Italian people would look at you and be like, what pineapple on pizza? Not even supposed to be a thing, (laughs) but I I don't mind it. Awesome. Um, And then where can everybody find you online? Where can they find your uh, music, new music, upcoming music? Yeah. Um, so you can find me at Amanda A. Cooksey on Instagram, Amanda Cooksey Music on Facebook, and A. Cooksey Music on Twitter. And then I'm basically on any streaming platform that's out there. So Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. And um, yeah, that's everything, I think. Awesome. Oh, there's also TikTok and Triller and all that stuff, too. <laughs> are, you, are you actively using TikTok or is it? Yes, I am. I have, I've been on uh, Actually, that's been one thing I've been doing a lot during the pandemic is TikTok. So. Okay. I, you know, it is one of those things where I tried to get into it. And then that whole thing about, oh, TikTok may not be here in 90 days or whatever it was. Yes. And that I would have been like, another, uh, another tragedy of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just one of those things where it's like, well, 
I don't know if I want to put all this time and effort into building something that may not be here in 90 days. Exactly. So. I know it's, it's weird. I, I think it's good for now, yeah, but yeah, it's I'm also on now, right? in case that happens. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where it was like, dang it. I missed that. Well, not missed out. Cause I could very easily. Yeah, you could definitely pick it up. It's, yeah. it's the algorithm is so interesting. It's yeah. just you never know what's gonna blow up. So yeah, but I I dance like an old dad, so it's just <laughs> one of those things where it's like, all right, I'm not doing any of the dance stuff because yeah, I put I put a as my uh, little caption, uh, I don't dance, just so people know, like <laughs> this is, my page doesn't have any of that. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Awesome. Awesome. But once again, I want to thank you so much for giving us the time to sit here and chat. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in and we'll catch you guys later. Thank you so much. And thank you everybody for watching. Cool. Stream is off. Awesome.